Saskatchewan, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Their mission, to explore strange new revenue tools, to seek out new improvement vectors, to boldly go where no bureau has gone before. Hello, Captain. Greetings. And as Captain Kirk would say, hi-yo, silver, away. It's always a very logical introduction, I thought. Thank you. Yes, it was. It was extremely logical. So let's get this meeting to order, shall we? All right. First off, let's take attendance. Today we that have would be the logical thing to do, I think. Would. Uh, today we have Ensign Duchenne. That would be me. And Captain Morgan. Wait a minute. There's, a, there's an unfortunate dimension to that. Uh, uh, so, uh, what do you think of my shirt? Good. Nice red shirt. Thank you. I, it's, it's very snappy looking. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure nothing bad will happen. Absolutely in, not. In How could something bad in a red like shirt like this? Precisely. Yeah. Okay, what, uh, what were we doing on uh, today's mission? Today, on today's mission, we have uh, we have a new improvement vector candidate. Oh yeah. Uh, we have a mayoral candidate, Tony Fiaco. Oh, hello, Mr. Fiaco. Good evening. How are you doing? Great, thanks. So you're, um, I don't know, maybe it's a coincidence, but that name sounds really familiar. I'm sure, it's nothing. Well, there there was the mayor Pat Fiaco, but I don't I don't think he's any relation. No, so no. You're not, are you? Yeah, there's a re there's a, a relationship there. That's uh, Pat's my brother. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was like a fiasco club, so I guess. Well, that's. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I guess uh, we should probably just address that elephant in the room. Then um, you are former Mayor Pat Fiasco's brother. Uh, uh, how does that impact your campaign to run for his old job? Well. As I said at the news conference, um, we're brothers, and uh, we were raised with the same uh, values. But, you know, as with anybody, we don't always agree, and we don't always disagree. Um, what he's done is what he's done, and I'm not there to continue with the work that he's done, but rather I'm running as Tony Fiaco, and uh, I'm my own person. And we'll do things as I see, you know, that need to be done. So I'm, I'm forging my own trail, let's put it that way. Right. But is there a Fiaco Club? Because that would be really cool. <laughs> Maybe we'll start one after this. Awesome. Yeah, could we join? <laughs> you definitely can join. Right on. <laughs> um, well, if... If it isn't like the Fiaco Club uh, code that you all have to like run for mayor at some point, um, what what is the thing that inspired you to uh, to run this year? Well, responsible spending. I I want to look at that uh, accountability and uh, transparency. Um, looking at the uh, condition of our infrastructure, our roads. Um, it's unfortunate that it took two years for this council to admit that their policy was flawed. Um, and it's unfortunate that instead of reversing that immediately, 
that they've gone into a one-year review when you already admitted that your policy is flawed. So we're looking at just my goal is to change how business is done at City Hall. Hmm. Um, and do you have like do you have like an idea exactly how you would accomplish that? Like what is what would what would you institute uh, as mayor that would accomplish that? Well, just make sure that you know that council is like I said accountable, transparent. Uh, one of the things that I would do is, uh, and it's been in the media recently, is you know the budget, uh, making putting that forward well in advance so that the citizens of Regina know what they're looking at and give us input and feedback as to are we putting are we putting our focus in the right areas right. and then again with infrastructure reversing that policy immediately so that we take care of the streets that are needing immediate attention right um when you when you talk about the budget i've noticed that this this has come up in the leader post a couple of times this question of releasing the budget you mean releasing it before the election before the election or even before it actually is being done now i mean they wait quite a while in the process before it's the public is is notified as to what that increase might be or whatever the situation might be where the spending is i think we should put that out much sooner than that right um the budget those is like typically the budget has in the past so say for like the i don't i'm just going to pick a year at random like 2012 the budget for 2012 would come out during 2012 and they've like moved that back so that it's coming out in the december of 2011 for 2012 um if like getting a budget for next year out now if it's actually being constructed wouldn't it be a little bit preliminary to start releasing budget documents in october if they you know if it's a budget document they don't expect to have done till you know december it is preliminary but it's allowing the citizens that voice and, I, right. and council needs to listen to that voice right and during an election having that voice. regardless if it's election or not election definitely yeah yeah um I've noticed that on social media, you've been soliciting opinions about things that have been going forward. And you've talked about a couple of the things, like this budget issue that you brought up, um, but also things like the land grant to the U of R. You've been asking people what they think. Uh, what, have, what have you been hearing so far from people about that? Um, a lot of people wish that they would have had a greater say in, in that. Um, they're disappointed um, that that space has is, has been given out. Um, they believe that that should be, for the most part, be left as as it was. Um, they, they, it's a dangerous precedent. Is is what I'm getting back from the people. Right, right. Mm -hmm. um, anything else? Are there any other big issues? Like uh, in the last election, there was the financing for the stadium. And there was the financing for the uh, um, the wastewater treatment plant P3. Uh, these were, you know, big spends that people were deciding about in that election in a lot of ways. Um, are you getting a sense from people who are coming to your Facebook page if that they have a uh, a big issue that's on their mind this election? Well, uh, crime is a is a big issue, uh, and. Um Again, affordable housing, it's something that's, and um, those are things that 
I will, I am addressing uh, in my platform, which uh, we will be releasing tomorrow. Oh, well, we, can, can you give us any tidbits from your, from your we'll, scoop? We'll leave that till oh. tomorrow. <laughs> oh, we yeah. should have interviewed you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but the Bureau needs to know these things now. <laughs> they do, but we'll find out tomorrow to send everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what is the issue with crime? Like, what is it? Uh, what are people experiencing? Because nationally, the numbers are going down. But is that the case? They're here? not here. Mm. I mean, we, we, it's very, and it doesn't matter what part of the city. And that's the sad part is that it's becoming greater and it's becoming more widespread across Regina, not just in North Central or you know, or in the core, but. It's it's going across the whole entire city, and we so we need to address that, and we need to find a solution for it. So uh, we'll be seriously looking at that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, when you're, if you are elected, um, <laughs> wait, a minute, you said when? <laughs> Do you know something that like, the rest of us don't? Maybe the Queen City Improvement Bureau has control over puppet strings that people don't know about. I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> because they reach down into the basement. <laughs> that's, that's right. Yes, yeah. from the basement, we control the city. <laughs> right. <laughs> if only. We wouldn't have so many leaks down here if that's we true. did. Yeah, we'd have better lighting. We, we, apolo- we apologize for this. If you're mayor, would you do anything about the lighting down here in the sub basement? We'll have to take a look at that and see what we can do oh, for Oh, just it. take a Definitely look at it. improve that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll improve the water leaks that we're having down here. Right, right. Um, so then uh, it sounds like you would, like one of the areas that you would be taking a, uh, a strong hand on would be things like the uh, the police committee. Um, yes. Yeah. I think that we need to, that definitely we're looking, I heard um, the two candidates from, that you interviewed there for Ward 8 and Ward 4. Yeah, as far as the concerns and, uh, yeah. that they had in regards to the committees, and not, mm-hmm. I mean, police committee is one, but it seemed like there's the other committees too that sort of put on a hiatus for the for the current time being. Yeah, there's a review going on right now right. of all the advisory and I, committees. It's, but why aren't they operating? Yeah. Even though there's a review, why aren't they in place and why aren't they doing the job they've been asked to do? Right. So you want to get that kind of um, uh, sort of advisory from the community then back on track? For sure. It's it's necessary and it's important. Right. Right. Um, okay. Well, on a more personal level, like what, uh, like, I don't know anything about you. Like, what, what background <laughs> are you bringing to the table uh, well, I'm bringing, for this election? I'm coming um, both as a business owner. Uh, in in Regina, and I mean, I've been employed in the city for many years, and so, um, and I live in the North Central area. So, we I've, I'm bringing various experiences and uh, you know uh, feedback from from people already. So, as far like I've got a vast. Uh, knowledge and experience and you know i've lived and seen i have seen what's happened in the city mm-hmm. and i have a concern for that and i you know being a business owner you get a lot of feedback from from the citizens mm-hmm. so yeah can i ask what your business is 
we own a designated driver service here in Regina. Oh, right. Oh. Okay. So, yeah, you would end up seeing a lot of people and get some uh, uh, unedited feedback <laughs> on <laughs> what they think about things. Both edited and unedited. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. I should mention that we are uh, broadcasting uh, this uh, this mission, this away mission for the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Are we? We are. are we? We're boldly going. You're right. You're right. We are. Yeah. Okay. Boldly going on community radio. Um, so have you been following uh, council this year? In, in like, I have to, been. to prep yourself for, uh, yeah. I have been not only this year, but I do keep a close eye. Um, I have been for many years. Um, I think that that, uh, in order to know what's happening, um, you need to follow and you need to see what's happening. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I don't like just flying, as I say, by the seat of your pants, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, well then, uh, what about, uh, beyond the stuff you've already mentioned, can you give us like one thing that you think over the last four years council has like totally nailed versus something that uh, you think the council could have could have done differently? Totally nailed. Yeah. Well... No answer is an answer. On a spot. Yeah, I totally yeah, did. <laughs> well, I think there's there's a few. Um, let's see. Can we go on? Yeah, sure. No, is there something? <laughs> yeah. What about? Uh, are there things that they've that you've been really outraged that have happened over the last four years that you would like to like redress? Well, uh, um, infrastructure and yeah. accountability, yeah. Um, and I don't think they've done enough with affordable housing yeah Mm -hmm. you know and our crime rate rising um one of the other things that i think is important um and i i mentioned it you know at our press conference is um that city regina um in a recent survey that was done for business friendly cities um we didn't even rank in the top 25 and why not and why hasn't this council addressed that right do you think that there's more that Fougere could have done to uh, to improve our business friendliness? It's not only Mayor Fougere. I think it's council in general. Right. It's it's. Uh, I think it would be unfair to put it just on on him. He's one voice in that council. Yeah. But I think that City Hall could have done more for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Okay. I'm. I guess I'm kind of trying not to like step on your policy announcement tomorrow. That's all right. That's not going to be. <laughs> During our QCIB meeting. Um, so maybe I think we have to go in another direction then to sort of like determine your fitness for the mayor's seat. And uh, as we, as you probably know, today, September 8th, is the 50th anniversary of the first airing of uh, Star Trek, the original series. And, um, you know, if you want to be the captain, as it were, of the Queen City, I think it's only fair that we administer a standard Starfleet test and see how you fare through it. Okay. Let's go okay, are you ready? Okay. I will administer the test starting now. <laughs> In this test, you are the mayor of the city of Regina, and during your first month in office, you must respond to a distress call from a civilian starship, the Kobayashi Maru which is disabled within, of 
course, the Klingon neutral zone. Before you can get within teleporter range of the crippled vessel, three Klingon birds of prey appear on an intercept course. The Klingon warships open fire with their disruptor beams. What do you do? <laughs> and remember, this is a test of character. So three birds? Yep. Three, three Klingon, Klingon warships. Three Klingon okay. warships, birds uh, of prey. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they, they, and they presumably Your shields are down. Noise. <laughs> Your shields are down. <laughs> we dispatch city forces to to defend the city. I like that. <laughs> no, no, I think that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I think I think I think throwing throwing the police. I'm assuming are the city forces in this right. case to uh, to take care of the birds of prey. Might be might be the best possible solution here. Okay, because you can't surrender. I mean, they're, no. they're not. They're not the sad thing though is that the Kobayashi Maru is the no-win situation. So the police all die, and City Hall that blows takes, up. That takes care of the police budget. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap! Talk about <laughs> talk about financial accountability. Exactly. Just send the police the, into the neutral the zone. Yeah, the largest the largest part of the of the city budget taken care of in an instant. Yeah. Nice work, Captain yeah. Fiaco. <laughs> I think I think you, the crime problem might not be solved that way, but certainly you'd have a lot of money freed up. Well, the Klingon problem might be solved, though. <laughs> yes. And maybe they're responsible for the crime. Yeah. <laughs> the Klingons? Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, how did you, uh, do you feel pretty good about your performance on the test? <laughs> Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay, good, good. <laughs> Emergency forces. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think I think it was a, I think I was actually about as good an answer as you probably could <laughs> come up with. So um, yeah. So uh, how are things going on the doorstep? Are you going like door to door yet? I I have not gone door to door officially. I have spoken to people. Yeah. And I do on a, on a daily basis, and the response is really good. Yeah, and you'll let them know that you beat the Kobayashi Maru from now on. I I will do that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so what do you think, Hayden? Did you, uh, did, you, did, you did you score him on the Kobayashi? Uh, I, I did actually. Uh, well, every, every everybody that we have on uh, is uh, I score them against a really complicated rubric to see if they are an, an, an official improvement vector, and I have to say you passed. So I don't have to say you passed, but you know I gotta say you passed. So we're presenting you with an official certificate of improvement. Before you leave, we have to sign that. Yes, so. definitely. Yes. Thank you. Not at all. Yeah. So you better live up to that if you uh, on the campaign trail. <laughs> we will do that definitely. Right on. Okay. Well, thanks a lot for coming in. Yeah. Thank you yeah, for having you me in us. here. It's yeah. great. And yeah. uh, I uh, encourage the citizens of Regina to make that change and to vote for me on October 26th. Right on. So we're lo looking forward to your platform, too. Yeah. Thank you. We'll get yeah. that out tomorrow. Yeah. Awesome. You'll send us a copy? We'll send you a copy. <laughs> All right. We'll <laughs> review with, it. Along with our paychecks. Yeah, <laughs> if you could do that. Right. Go on. Yeah. HR is slow around yeah. here. Yeah, and then we'll review your platform and determine if we have to, like, take your certificate back or not. Sounds great. <laughs> Look forward to it. Thank you. Thank All right. So, okay. Well, what's next on the agenda? I believe this point in the show, uh, we do the Innovative Revenue Tool. Oh, What's that again? Uh, the innovative revenue tool, for those who may have forgotten, uh, is the point at which we look at ways for the city to improve its bottom line through tools which generate revenue. Right. That are innovative. 
Right. Well, you know what? I've got one this week. Let's, well, let's hear it. Okay. Well, for this week, I have something that I think is going to make the city a lot of money. Just just rolling in it. Yeah. It's this little guy. Here you go, Aiden. Isn't he cute? He's a fuzzy little ball of love. What is that thing? Well, you know, I looked it up on Wikipedia, and I'm pretty sure it's called a tribble. A tribble. And, yeah. and, and for, those, for those in the studio who are just staring at us, there's actual sounds, tribble sounds. That, yeah, yeah. And actual tribbles in his lap that he's stroking right now. can hear. Yeah. And I should say they because, uh, oh, look. Oh, <laughs> a few more have appeared under my desk. Uh, did you bring them in, too? Well, okay. I don't know where they came from originally, but I found a whole mess of them in the back in the storage bays. That's where we used to keep the, uh, the quadrocritical. Yep. Uh, grain? Yeah, no, that, yeah. That, that stuff was cheap. Yeah, and I say used to because uh, those bays are empty now, except for the triples. That, that was is essentially our food for the next six months. Yeah, sorry about that. They're a curious creature, Aiden. <laughs> Their trilling seems to have a tranquilizing effect on the uh, human nervous system. Oh, I don't know if you've noticed. That is very Fortunately, I'm immune to that effect. Yes. Uh, but uh, And the nearest I can figure out is that they're born pregnant. Uh, which seems to be a time saver. And from my observations, they're bisexual and are able to reproduce at will. And brother, I, I have they got a lot of will? I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's at least two dozen more since you started. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. It's great. Um, and, you know, they're, they're soft and furry, and they make this pleasant sound that you can hear. Um, but like an ermine violin, I see no use in having them around here. And that's why I propose we sell these guys off. <laughs> Sounds brilliant. Yeah. And now you're probably thinking we should sell them off to local residents. But unfortunately, I've run some computations, and based on their rate of reproduction, if we allow them in the city as pets, wow, <laughs> the figures are taking an alarming turn. They consume all of our city resources in short order while giving nothing back, <laughs> kind of like a rural municipality. Zen? Uh, that Zen. said, I Zen. still think there's a market for these triples. Uh, they're just so cute. Uh, and some may say that they're the only kind of love that money can buy. And that's why I'm recommending we sell the whole kit and caboodle to Winnipeg, where they will be no tribble to us at all. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah? Yes. That was pretty good. That was a, that was a very innovative revenue tool. Thanks. But you know what? If this plan, uh, this triple plan, uh, for some unforeseeable reason explodes in our faces, we have a few more innovative revenue tools that we can take a look at right now. Let's hear them. All right. We are back. We are. I think we are. Anyways. (laughs) Why not? Why not be back? Hey, um, okay, so what do we have next on the uh, the mission docket? Um, on the mission docket, I believe yeah. just just teleporting in, uh, we have another improvement vector candidate, Amber Phelps Bonneroff. <gasps> Two. Two. Two in one mission. <laughs> that's, that's a crowded mission. It that's is. True. Hi, Amber. Hi, Paul. Hi, Aiden. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> So you are the uh, you're the artist in residence for downtown. She I always who she is. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you did. I was just trying to fill you in. I had no idea. <laughs> it's okay. I wear I wear various hats. Um, if you'd worn one of those hats, <laughs> I actually forgot my hat on the oh. uh, spaceship. But 
I don't know. You should have worn a hat that just said artist in residence. Yeah, I don't think our teleporter supported the uh, hat. I was a hat vector. Right. You needed a hat app for the teleporter. Yeah, we're working on that. Okay. We're going to improve that ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. So what is a downtown downtown artist in residence? Um, Well, that's a good question. I, I can only speak for my own my own position um i have been the artist in residence with the regina downtown business improvement district since uh january i started with them a little bit of like consultation and then in, in about april we kind of got rolling with my official they gave me the hat in april um yeah right so there is a hat <laughs> oh there's wow. there's a hat it's red <laughs> like your shirt um, <laughs> It's got some gems on it. It's great. Um, yeah. I'm really. It's too bad I forgot it. I, you know, I don't want to lie to the radio audience. I'm not wearing it at the moment, but I usually wear it around downtown, um, just so you can know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I I have a studio space downtown that I work out of, and um, I do a lot of coordinating of things mm-hmm. of other artists. Um, so some. So it's not so much about making art yourself, but you're running. Yeah, that's the big secret about being an artist. A lot of it is do, it doesn't have to do with actually making art. Oh, what yeah, does it just have to in, do with? Well, there's a lot of coordinating and, yeah. uh, and like you know trying to be organized, organizing others. In this position, I guess the uh, the main project that I'm kind of in the midst of doing is called Pop Up Downtown, and that's something that one of my duties as artist in residence. Um, it is the fourth year that this project has been going on. And, it's coming um, up, isn't it? It's coming up. It's really soon. It's um, launching on September 17th, which is, Ooh, I, mm-hmm. I think, why you perhaps asked me in this evening. That could Maybe be. Maybe one of the reasons. Yeah. That could be. <laughs> hey, we don't make the schedules. They just teleport people down here. Yeah, I wasn't really informed. I just sort of showed up in this dingy basement, so I'm kind of I'm rolling with it. Um, I don't know where I am, but... Don't that's worry. Okay. We'll show you the way out it's as so soon dimly as the time locks release. Here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like a torch, or yeah, we actually have a rope that, like, uh, oh great, like rail that you can just sort of like find your way out. Great, great, yeah, yeah some sort of like uh, rope ladder situation. That's exactly it. Okay, yeah. I can I can handle that. Um, okay, so assuming you get back for it, what is Pop Up Downtown? Well, Pop Up Downtown it is a now yearly art installation series, and we are installing original artworks into storefront windows mm. and underused spaces throughout the downtown core. Yeah. I've seen this before. I remember uh, there was an Eric Hill piece last year, uh, for example, I think yeah. in uh, World of Trout, maybe? I could be um, wrong. That, the one in World of Trout was, I believe, by, uh, no, I'm sure it was by an artist named Colby Richardson, oh. who is actually the designer Colby. for the project this year. And Eric Hill is, you're in luck, he's, he's making another piece this year. Oh, cool. Radio darling Eric Hill. <laughs> <laughs> One of my other hats is occasional co-host of a radio show with that guy. Oh, so there you, go. you know, get get that out there. But um, there's there's various other artists this year that I'd like to I'd like to give them all credit. Mm. Um, not only our our CJTR hosts, but on that note, um, Jeff Meldrum, another CJTR radio host, mm-hmm. artist in the Pop Up Downtown project, and a couple other locals, Belinda Harrow, um, wonderful local Regina-based artist, mm-hmm. and uh, Zoe Schneider. Another Regina artist who has recently moved up to Saskatoon, but she kind of comes back and forth between the cities. I'm not sure 
where she cool. identifies with, but um, she's doing a sculptural piece. Um, we've got uh, Laura Hale, who's also from Saskatoon, and Keith Molding, who is living outside of the city at Regina Beach, I believe. And then a couple groups from outside of the province. Uh, Janet, Janet Wang is from Vancouver, and um, a collective of artists called Work Party, who all are based in Toronto. We've got a nice array of local and um, non-local <laughs> Canadian artists. National. Nice. Yes. So how do you how do you say to somebody named Work Party, uh, hey, why don't you come here from Toronto and put some art in a storefront? And is that your first or last name? Yeah, yeah. that's a really important question. <laughs> yes. Well, um, that group actually, they their work is already installed, and um, I, I circulated a call for submissions mainly around Saskatchewan, um, but also I put the word out to a couple art listings that are national. Mm-hmm. And because it's a relatively small budget project, like we were upfront with how much of uh, resources we had for people, so um, really just put it out there to see if anyone was interested in coming to this fair city. And Work Party was a group um, that were really excited about coming to Regina. They they didn't have many uh, connections here. They just, they specifically mentioned in their application, like, we're excited about coming to Regina and uh, interacting with local residents and figuring out what issues um, are relevant to hmm. the people of Regina and integrating into that, that into our artwork. So their piece is actually already installed because um, they had to all coordinate themselves to come here a little bit early. So uh, it's on Victoria Avenue in the uh, in my studio space, which is right next to Atlantis Coffee um, in the Aver Tower on uh, Victoria and oh. uh, Hamilton. Are you on the ground floor or are you higher up? I'm on the ground floor. Okay. Yeah, I should mention all of the artworks installed are on ground level. So they're, they're visible from the sidewalk right. and um, they're visible 24 hours a day. You don't have to enter any of the businesses or the spaces to view the artwork. Um, that work party piece is a little bit different in that it's my workspace, so I'm in there often, and people have been stopping in here and there um, if I'm there, and it's attracted a lot of attention. Um, that piece, uh, I'll talk a little bit more about it if that's okay. I like that, yeah. Because yeah. that's the one that's actually already installed. The rest of them are getting yeah. installed, like, actually starting tomorrow. Um, so so I, just like Tony Vieco's platform. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and But unlike uh, yeah, his platform, I was actually driving platforms around all day today, like literally platforms to put the artwork on. Mm-hmm. So I can talk about them. Oh, good. It's not oh, confidential. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. That's good. <laughs> They're pretty drab. They're just white boxes. Um, but, um, yeah, the artwork that Work Party installed, it is a... Um, social protest piece that is enacted with kinder toys like kinder toys you know the toys you get in chocolate eggs Um, basically they've done this piece it's a group of it's sort of like a roving group of anywhere between four and twelve artists and four of the artists came to town to install it and there's hundreds possibly thousands of kinder toys that are all arranged on these different level boxes and they are um, staged in this um, social protest and the way that they um, kind of solicited information for the, the, the placards that all the toys are holding. Um, they, they made a little online survey and through social media distributed that um, through the city asking for people um, about causes that were important to them. Um, and they got a little bit of feedback from people here and there and then um, I was able to put them in touch with the Colonialism No More Solidarity uh, Camp with um, outside of the INAC offices mm-hmm. that was running f- over the summer. So mm-hmm. they ended up striking up quite a dialogue online and over the phone with those folks 
And um, as the piece manifested, it ended up really being reacting to the causes that that group and the camp had over the course of its run. Um, and a nice little tidbit about that was that the camp was up for 126 days in total. Um, and this piece, once it got installed, will be up for 126 days. Um, oh. And oh, it's sort of got installed right, like I think a week after the camp uh, disbanded. So that right. was sort of a kind of nice coincidence. And I can't speak mm. for that group, but I'm just really pleased that we're able to kind of continue that voice and that cause through this different venue. <laughs> right. In, Neat. Yeah, in a really playful yet conscientious way. Right. So with a piece like this, is there going to be um, sort of that level of sort of like uh, artist statement or explanation about, you know, how these two, how this protest and this uh, piece of art tie together? Or is it going to be kind of like left there for um, the uh, the viewer to sort of draw the connection? Right. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, uh, this, this piece specifically has a lot of layers to it. And I think there's various ways that people can engage with it. Um, you know, First, first off, just walking by is really eye-catching. It's really colorful, and people—I've I've seen so many people just stop and take photos or look at it for a little while. Um, I think people with a little bit more familiarity with the cause and with the the group might recognize some of the signs. There's some some placards that um, specifically make mention to certain issues pertaining to First Nations communities in Saskatchewan specifically, and then there's some more that are um, a little bit more. Um, more vague or obscure that you might not pick up on. One says, bring more donuts, which I guess was a, <laughs> a, a camp slogan that um, <laughs> when anyone asked what they could do to help out, often bringing food or donuts was a thing. Um, but anyway, I, I, um, I'm also putting together a audio-based walking tour that cool. will accompany all of these works. And um, so that's a, that's a place where uh, again, it's still in the works, and I don't have a confirmed answer on this, but I've spoken to um, a member of that group asking for some feedback just to have a, an informal kind of conversation that I can include um, to bring their voices to this artwork. So so if people choose to engage with this, this walking tour, there'll be room for that. Um, there's also mention um, in the title of the piece that it was in consultation with Colonialism No More Camp, mm -hmm. um, in addition to the artists who, who are just referred to as work party they don't like to um they're all artists in their own right and their mm -hmm. own practices and but they just are identifying as this collective group yeah so are all the pieces uh political in nature or is it just this one that kind of has a sort of explicit political bit well i would say that this this one probably has maybe more of a political leaning i guess it depends on really what you're it's open to interpretation mm -hmm. uh, all art is political to a certain extent uh, but this one might be the most ex explicitly so but again it's it's done in a really like playful way that i think has a lot of different ways for people to engage with it whether it's just you know kids enjoying the toys or also digging a little deeper into the the causes behind um what the signs are um there is another piece that um just thinking about your first guest's mention of in, of uh, improved infrastructure um, there's a piece that addresses like Regina specific kind of downtown infrastructure and roads. Um, it's the piece by, by Eric Hill and he's made an interactive video game. Um, oh, cool. I can't speak too much about it because I, I haven't actually so interacted with the whole I'm piece. I'm assuming it's going to get like around all the one ways and like. 
I think so. I think there's Go like the potholes. Potholes, yeah. yeah. Potholes. Um, potholes and big parking lots and just weird like uh, um, obstructions in the downtown that you have to navigate around. This is what so far what I've heard. I haven't had a chance to engage with the game yet, but right. it will be something that you can engage with from the sidewalk with your body. So I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, and again, yeah, like a little bit of a local um, tongue-in-cheek political edge to it, but also reacting to Re Regina. Um, so, so you navigate through the game of downtown's potholes and giant parking lots to play a game yeah. of downtown's yeah. potholes and parking lots. Yeah. It better yeah. be like Frogger. That's all I can say. Oh, it's not like Frogger. Yeah. I, I'm not interested. He, Eric so. will get all of my quarters if it is. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And will Eric be like dressing up as Colby Richardson to confuse me further for for next? Year? I don't know. Maybe when I, when I get it wrong uh, again, we could request that. <laughs> it's okay. It happens. Um, a lot of the artists, at least the local artists, will be present on the walking tour that we're hosting oh, okay. on the seventeenth, which is um, next Saturday. So you could you could ask him yourself <laughs> if they let us out. Right. Do they yeah. let you out of the basement for Not social affairs occasionally? No. Well, I was actually thinking like Regina's infamous underground tunnel system might be an interesting venue for artwork in the future. Maybe we could link the un subterranean world with the ground level oh, world. Oh, art in our vents. That would be... That would be great. <laughs> yeah. Art in vents. Yeah, art in I like an it. Art in vents event. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll do that come, next come, come for the Chthonic art. Stay right. for yeah. the... I have no idea what the people would stay for. Yeah. Maybe a little sound art, <laughs> yeah. like we could yell down pot oh, yeah. down into the potholes. Um, would you think that would get to you down here? Maybe. I know you're it quite might. Not yeah. subterranean, but yeah. Yeah, if you're loud enough. Sometimes we hear vibrations. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So Actually, sort of rhythmic. The yeah. best way to get in touch with us is like any event on City Hall, just holler into that. Okay, yeah. And guaranteed we'll get that. It's better than email. Oh. <laughs> just holler just down the vent. Holler down. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll keep that in mind. Well, that's, yeah. a, that's how you contacted me to come down here initially. So yeah, we yelled we're, we're really end. glad you were walking past that vent when we were hollering for you. I know. Yeah, I know. I, I dropped a sandwich down on a string, and then yeah. it was oh, all over. Wow. Yeah. 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 Well, after all the triples ate our grain, that was like the, yeah. that sandwich was much needed. Yeah. I mean, egg salad sandwiches are just total BS, but it was appreciated nonetheless. It yeah. was left over from a, a work lunch. I'm sorry. It was all no one wanted the egg salad. <laughs> They never do. Never do. <laughs> Judith was like, why don't you just, Amber, you just take that out and see, <laughs> see if the boy's in the basement. Will. Yeah, we have, a, we have a basement fund at the office. Really? <laughs> it's uh, uh, kind of meager. I should maybe put a word out to the office like, hey, you guys are looking a little thin down here. Yeah, yeah. I, need, I need a new waistcoat. I'm, yeah, I'm like some some fruit. Running along. <laughs> a little peaked. <laughs> Send some oranges down here. Mm. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see you've got like our welfare like in mind. Oh, so. Yeah, well, I know there's not a lot of municipal funding for the the sub basement, unfortunately. No, no. If I were running for mayor, I would raise that budget yeah. significantly. Thank you. I'm Maybe not... we'll see that in Tony Fiaco's platform tomorrow. That's right. <laughs> it might be there. He yeah. might add a line after this interview. Actually, yeah. and from the sounds of it, you've got multiple platforms. So <laughs> I've got so many platforms. I don't even know what to do with them all. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Use them to run from air. <laughs> Maybe I'll just set one up on the street corner of Vic and Broad and use it as a little soapbox. Right. If you wanted to run, you could announce right now. Um, 
I, I would consider only if it was purely um, a fictional uh, race. You well, know, we like, don't do well, anything fictional here. Okay, right. then I guess I'll, I'll, no. I can't, I'll refrain. Okay. We will not spend the time. official announcements on the radio. Exactly. We will not spend like the next month or two referring to mayoral candidate Amber Phelps Mondorf. I would no. run it as an art project. I, I, that's how I do most things is turn them into art yeah. projects. Yeah. That would that could work. Yeah. Nice. Fake mayor. Fake mayor. Fake mayor. <laughs> <laughs> that might get you in a magazine. <laughs> I'll make a hat. Yes. Fake Mary Amber. <laughs> oh, and by the by, we are uh, broadcasting our meeting from 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Yeah. So I understand that there is a thematic focus to this year's pop-up. Ah, uh, yes. That is correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, last year, my predecessor, Terry Fidelic, ran this project, and she brought a really uh, great level of kind of curatorial insight, and they had a kind of a loose theme guiding all the artworks. Um, uh, oh, I shouldn't have brought that up because I don't remember what the theme was. It had something to do with inside-outside. <laughs> That's so, I'm that butchering that. Right. Yeah, like inside space, outside space. Don't right. quote me on that. But I do know that the theme this year um, is is very loosely walking and walking bodies in urban space. So mm. I was really thinking about um, not only just the physical act of walking, but the more psychological space that one gets into when moving with a human-propelled um, kind of pace, right. whether that's with your legs or wh whatever way you move around, not in a motorized vehicle or maybe, you know, just using your body. It's operating in human time. Human time, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, all of the artists have addressed that in different ways. Like, we had a lot of submissions for this project and we, we were able to accommodate eight of them, which I, I'm really pleased with all of them. Um, anything from like actually walking around the downtown, like the video game piece, to a more sort of loosely based um, idea of, of exploration or adventure, which there's one piece that is a, a wonder cabinet that's kind of exploring Ooh. the province of Saskatchewan. Um, people are, sub can, are asked to submit objects to be included in this like recreation of the province, and they'll be housed in this kind of cabinet of curiosity style art piece. Um, so thinking about moving around adventuring in the province and um well, i'm all for a wunderkammer yes yeah. that's that's the title of this one uh <laughs> yeah actually, <laughs> it's called wunderkammer actually how did you know good guess actually yeah. no i literally just guessed <laughs> <laughs> um another artist is uh, kind of went into the more like uh, animal realm and she's recreating these rabbits that are so prominent around our city these days so mm -hmm. like thinking about cohabiting urban space with non-human beings um, yeah there's another there's another piece that's looking at the downtown boundaries and the expansion of the downtown in a very like kind of graphic way um, let's see yeah there's lots of different approaches to this theme and it yeah it was really just kind of a loose starting point and um, I think we were able to uh, yeah, I find a really nice balance of not only ways that artists are thinking about walking in an urban space, but also different mediums. So we've got work, everything from um, like media-based work to photography, um, some sculpture, um, and everything in between. Cool. Drawing, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was actually just reading an article about how um, walking actually 
it does help you think and be creative that walking is like this all of its like therapeutic benefits are are, are for real from science but the problem is the more you walk the more it wears your legs down yes so eventually you're just walking on little, stumps. little stumps yeah yeah science trade-offs <laughs> also science lots of trade-offs to walking yeah yeah, yeah. You think you get places, but after a few miles, you just, you've lost like two feet. Yeah. You're inspired, but short. Yes, inspired, but short. I'll take the inspiration. So is that what happened day. to you, Aid? Too much walking? Yes. <laughs> you, you're just setting that one up. I know, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, as a uh, downtown artist in residence, uh, once this is done, what's like your next thing? What are you, you going to be working on? Ah, uh-huh. well... I don't know if I'm at liberty to talk about it just yet. <laughs> no, you're kidding. I'm kind of kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, man. This is, this is, I'm releasing, releasing it tomorrow. Here's a great <laughs> idea. Let's have a talk show where everybody comes in and tells us all the stuff they can't talk about. <laughs> oh, no, man. I can talk about some things. Um, this project been, has been like the real, um, the, the biggest chunk of my work and right now I'm just right in the midst of it so I'm like I can't think about anything but this thing um but yeah so this this is launching on the 17th and then the the walking tour that I'm developing is probably going to be launched in the week after that the launch just because we're waiting for all the artists to be here and finish the work so that'll be kind of the next project that I'm finishing um, we're working with this app where you can walk around and if you so choose, you can use your phone and, tr- and as you walk, little bleeps will appear magically and um, audio will magically play to you in your ears uh, through GPS. If you don't have one of those devices, you can also listen to it from the computer in the comfort of your home or download it. Um, no yeah. cassettes. I would love to do a cassette-based walking tour, actually. Yeah, Um, Yeah, a little 45. We would need to get um, a handful of Discman's, I mean Walkman's, um, bypass CDs. They're not viable for me. No, I would would be really into the tape tape one. Would you participate in that one? I know you don't have a, a gadget device. We have so many tape players down here. It's a little bit... I'm sitting on a pile of them. Well, I do, and I have a really hardy collection of tapes that, um... I can't play on the radio, but here, yeah. here, but uh, hmm. hoping because hoping of their content or back. because no, well, oh, because we don't have a cassette. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I know you do. They're just not hooked right. up properly all the right. time. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that is still part of Pop Up Downtown. Um. After that, I will. My contract goes until January. So there's there's other pop up stuff that'll be going on. There's a couple more walking tours on Culture Days, oh, cool. um, which will be October first, and then a couple at the end of September, just lunchtime tours on the 22nd and 23rd uh, at 12:15 till 12:45. So we'll be walking around for people who might not want to come out in the evening time for a walk or walk about, and. Um, I do have this project, which is kind of like it's it's not like official artist in residence business, but it's kind of um, we're planning a Halloween thing. Um, yeah, which you would probably be particularly interested in an underground Halloween thing. Sweet. This you could probably totally make it to um, in a top secret underground location. Really nice. <laughs> yeah, that that part's real. The yeah. location is top secret. <laughs> when do you release it? Um, October something, I'm hoping. October, November yeah. It'll be October 1st. <laughs> we'll release it. Yeah. I'm 
kind of, yeah, it seems like a good yeah. school. So yeah. is it going to be like a haunted house or a party or a... Well, the idea party? is it's kind of um, a Halloween extravaganza cabaret. So um, again, this is just in the preliminary stages, but we are working with various artists and performers and weirdos of all sorts to create a kind of ha- cabaret a variety show. Um, there's a couple uh, local performers that are having a big hand in helping me coordinate this, and there will be some music after the more performance portion mm-hmm. of the evening, and people can wander around um, experiencing experiencing these performances in kind of a loose, interactive way, and then we'll wrap it up with hopefully a bit of a dance party if people want to move around. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, in costume. Um, yeah. It also coincides with this, um, there's a... Uh, Caligari Festival, um, German Expressionist oh, themed yes. festival. I don't know if you've spoken to any of the folks that are a part of that. No, yeah. we have. Oh, they'd be great to have on your show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can you hook us up? I could do my best. Yeah, I think they they got lots to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I can't speak too much about that project because I'm only peripherally involved. But it's there's like, like there's a lot going on, and it's all yeah. in, the, in the vein of like German Expressionist themed art in various kinds of making and. Um, this event happens to coincide with that festival, and we're kind of joining forces to give it a bit of a like macabre, German expressionistic yeah. feel, but not necessarily like completely rooted in that tradition. So it's cool. going to be creepy and um, creepy and silly and fun. Right on. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, what do you think, Aiden? Have, uh, you, have you have you run her through the uh, the ship's computers and determined how she uh, scored? Yeah, apparently really badly. Oh, um, no. But, we're, we're actually, but I'm going to ignore the findings of the ship's computer because, really, I mean, I don't know what's going on with that thing. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. It's ridiculous. So we, we're presenting you two with your own certificate of improvement. Oh, wow. Thank you. You're welcome. comes this with its is, own manila envelope. This is such an honor. I'm going to put it on my wall. Awesome. Thanks a lot for coming in. Oh, totally. Yeah. My pleasure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anytime you're out of the basement, come by and pay me a visit right yeah. oh how can people find you online oh that's a good question um the pop-up downtown project is it, you can find us at on the uh, regina downtown website which is regina downtown.ca slash pop-up so just p-o-p-u-p awesome perfect okay well before we do like the adjournment portion of the meeting uh, might be worth mentioning that uh, City Hall has officially uh, started accepting nominations for people who want to run for council. So there's been a lot of people who've expressed an intention to run, but now they can drop their papers off and make it official. Uh, so if anybody who uh, listens to our meetings is thinking about running, you got to get that done before September 21st. Wednesday, September 21st at 4 p.m. is the deadline. Okay. And... Also a reminder that our uh, City Hall fan fiction contest yeah. is still running, still with no entrance yeah. yet. But for the full rules and suggested character versions and backstories, go to queencityib.com and you can get all the information there. The winner gets to read their story on the air. Yeah. So run for council, enter the fan fiction contest. It's a toss-up what it's I would toss-up. do. You can do both. I suppose you could. Yeah. And then you get to come on the show twice. <laughs> exactly. 
or, or once, but you just yeah. double do double duty. Yeah. Where do I submit this fan fiction to? Tell me more. Right yeah. here. Us. <laughs> just like drop it down the air vent? That works. Definitely. Or uh, you can go to our website, queencityib.com, and go to the contact page. <laughs> and that totally works. Yeah. <laughs> All works. I think you're going to get yeah. a lot of submissions this week. I have oh, a feeling. Excellent. I hope so. Yeah, yeah we, we actually have like a whole, so all the rules and like stories or backstories for the characters are laid out. Yeah. All right. All right. So I'm going to call for adjournment. I second that motion. Okay. I think it's carried. And then in that case, you've been listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Thanks to Tony Fiacco and Amber Phelps Bondaroff for being our guest tonight. Uh, as well, thanks to Ryan Hill, a.k.a. Guidewire, for supplying our fantastic theme music. This episode was brought to you by Mayor Fougere's Care Bear Hair Lair. For all your Care Bear hair needs, try Mayor Fougere's Care Bear Hair Lair. Uh, find us online at queencityib.com or Twitter at queencityib or on Facebook at whatever place people find people on Facebook. There we are. Coming up next, Nerdcore Cabaret with Maddie V, followed by Sask Centric Electric, maybe? <laughs> a long time. It's uh, the cockpit, followed, followed by, by Reeling in the Ears. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Keep on improving, Regina.